Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Cannabisradio.com proudly presents Grassroots Marketing. Each episode curates thought-provoking dialogue with an exclusive class of thought leaders who will offer high-end roundtable business strategies and solutions that seek to prune and harvest great ideas in each 30-minute episode. Thought leaders in the cannabis industry convene here to share some of their best practices and protocols. Let's chart the growth of this burgeoning industry, one of the world's premier cash crops, right now on Grassroots Marketing. Thanks for joining us for another Grassroots Marketing here on CannabisRadio.com. We are joined today, but you know, we don't talk much about well, when it comes to various edibles and various products. One of the products I know for myself that I consume a lot of is chewing gum, which you know, if you think about decades ago, the amount of advertising and marketing was done in the mainstream market for any kind of levels of chewing gum products. It was crazy. And honestly, like uh, for me, I, I was a particular brand that I, I chew the most. And if I had stock and what I, in the amount based on, uh, I should have stock for the amount of other products that I actually buy on a regular basis. I'm always a gum chewer. So for me, it's very interesting you know, from uh, just to think about if you wanted a gateway, a way to get yourself into enjoying cannabis products. You know, some people really enjoy edibles. Why not chewing gum? Here with me is uh, one of the very few companies that is creating chewing gum based cannabis products. I'm here with the founders of Joy Gum, that's Danielle Gilliam and Amy Noodleman. Uh, Amy is actually co founder, inspiration, inventor, and owner of Joy Gum. I'm also with the co-founder Joy Gun Daniel Gilliam here on Grassroots Marketing. Thank you, ladies, for joining me. Hey, good Thank morning. You. Thanks for having us. Hey, my pleasure. So we know that a lot of edibles, edibles are, are very prominent right now in many different markets. In some cases, it's going to take up for sales at least a third to a half of any state's uh, business. The thought of chewing gum um, I know that your company finally was able to get the, the patent together and Amy, you talked to Cannabis Business Times about this, but the one thing is when it came to the process where if I read, it took a number of times to try to get a formula and a, and a setup right to make this work out well. Uh, take me behind, you know, the idea of creating Joy Gum and the process it took to go ahead and take this process and create something that was pliable, meaningful, and enjoyable, had a good flavor, a good chew, and was long-lasting. Sure. Well, it's been a really long process, and that's one of the reasons where 
the primary cannabis chewing gum on the market here and in the entire country, honestly. So it started about 15 years ago. My husband for the past 20, 25 years has been a confectioner making, uh, let's see, chewing gum is its own actual, in the confection industry, it's actually its, its own, um, uh, what would you call it? Its own category is the way to put it. It doesn't really fall under confection. So he started in confections, moved into chewing gum, uh, kind of really a pet project of his, really good friend of his, owned a chewing gum, paste, uh, chewing gum factory, uh, gum base factory in Belgium. So we went to visit and we played around with some chewing gum and I happened to be there at the time just as a tag along on the vacation. And here actually, I was in you know, Belgium. Actually, wasn't it Amsterdam? Well, we were in Belgium and I spent the day in Amsterdam. So the chewing gum factory that he actually is affiliated with is in Belgium. So it's just a train right away. So he was busy working. I spent and I spent the day. I went and I, every day I took the train someplace different. I spent the day in Amsterdam and I brought some I brought some really nice flour back with me. And we were at the factory. It was late at night and he was cranky and I was with his buddy and I said, Mike, let's go smoke something. So we're walking around this industrial park in Antwerp. And it just was a natural THC chewing gum. We were at a gum factory. I have been an enthusiast for the better part of my life at this point. And I said, we should make some THC chewing gum. Very few people in the world know the secrets of chewing gum. It's a very Willy Wonka kind of industry. Uh, very few companies provide chewing gum base. So it's definitely um, a major stumbling point for entry into the chewing gum market, whether it's mainstream or cannabis. So because I had the, the know-how, I had my husband who made chewing gum, I, at that point I started thinking about it and that was probably about 2006, 2007. And I just, I just kept going. I, I, I'm like that, I wouldn't let it go. And uh, it was just my dream. So at the time I said, we're probably about 10 years away and damn if we weren't about 10 years away. Uh, it took us about several years before we even tried to do anything with it. I was just researching and thinking about it and medical hadn't really broken yet. So really we didn't have access. We were on the East coast. We couldn't get concentrate. We couldn't get testing. So, you know, we just kind of thought about it for a long time in about 2015, my husband actually broke away from the company he was with. Um, and became a, a consultant for himself. And at that point, I said, I'm going to hire you. <laughs> so um, at about 2015, um, he came out here. I sent him out here. He had a friend out in Denver, set up, a, set up some of his equipment and, and his friend's factory and just started, started playing around with it out here. So at that point, we, we got a start. It wasn't perfected. It took us probably about 350 tries or formulations, I should say to get something that was um, palatable and worked. So there's a lot of chemistry in it. We didn't understand even at the, how, how, how much there was at the time. Well, what um, I want to jump in on is how it's, uh, how you ingest and how chewing gum would be so effective as a means of getting cannabis into your system because of the fact that you're putting in 10 milligrams a dose of THC into each piece of gum. So it's like a little chicle, sure. little square chicle from what yeah. I see of the packaging. And that the THC is absorbed through the lining in your mouth. And Correct. it has a rapid onset of about 10 minutes, lasts for about Correct. an hour and a half to two hours. So Correct. what is it about the idea? Why haven't people decided to do more? Is it the same idea for most edibles that this will be something much easier just to go ahead and ingest and it gives you that the, the pose that you want, um, 
And also, out of those 350 efforts to create the formulation, um, talk to me about how you're really good at get the right flavor component. Because with any chewing gum, you would have the flavor that goes there for a while. It's going to fade away with every flavor. So yeah. how is it able to go ahead and stay with that flavor where it could be up to two hours, you can keep chewing it and not start then eventually starting to just taste cannabis? So what we figured was initially on our first try, we just put cannabis into chewing gum. Just We made chewing gum the way we, my husband would always make it. We added just some, some concentrate and right out of the mixer, it worked great. And we realized within 72 hours, it didn't work at all. Cannabis is a resin and chewing gum is also resinous. So when you mix the two together, they actually bind almost like a, a, when you take two, melt down two different metals um, you, you really form something new and the cannabis does not get released. Um, when we figured that out, then we had that aha moment, like, what are we going to do? Um, my background is in uh, biology. I was a dental hygienist for almost 30 years. So I was thinking I really wanted to have an orally absorbed product. Um, that's where my, my specialty is and understand how the oral lining absorbs medications. On the medical side, that would be a physician's preferred method. Of, of absorption. So at that point, we realized we had to make it water soluble. And uh, it took a lot of time and effort because we, like I said, we're not, we didn't have a big lab. We didn't have millions of dollars behind us. And we actually played around, used a lot of my know-how from dental hygiene, believe it or not, in the dental industry. And uh, we made, we got a working, we got a working bit and it, it didn't too very well in the beginning, but we finally got it to work. So then we knew we had something. From there, it took us a lot of tries, changing different chewing gum bases. The flavor matters. Some flavors will make your gum too soft and plasticize it. So every single thing that goes into this little tiny piece of gum was, was played around with, and there's a reason that we use it. It, it was very tricky to do. In the beginning, we weren't sure if we would try to do a, give a patent or just go with trade secret. And we finally decided to patent it. And damn if we didn't get the patent. It took a lot of time. We started patenting in about 2015. Fantastic. Now, obviously we see people out there, you know, the chewing gum market, just so you have understanding of how big it is in the mainstream end. It's almost a $50 billion industry. Yeah, it's about 20 see, bigger than that gummy industry. But then the thing is, is that we still see more gummies being done mm -hmm. on the cannabis side. And what is the distinction that you feel like? Because for me, I just feel a difference of wanting to have chewing gum instead of a gummy. Guys, I don't want to have I want to have that constant of a chewing yeah. feel that I, I have to have it almost for me. A lot of times it's like an appetizer present. And for uh -huh. some other people, it would be you know, how some gum has been used, you know, to cure people from smoking, that you want to have something that's kind of just a stress relief to have mm -hmm. that. But why is it, you know, there's not a whole lot of people that are trying to going into that market. They prefer to make gummies uh, for whatever reason, they feel like that might be something more important, but this yeah, is a market they, that you can imagine in a dispensary or just even in a store, you know, gum is so accessible. It's such an impulse buy. And when people mm -hmm. go to the store and they find it like, you know what? instead of finding anything else in dispensary, something that's not going to be a big cost, uh, a big price point, they see it, they want to give it a chance. It's an easy entry into trying out cannabis, I would imagine. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the, one of, one of the things, we, that things that we found is the people that are new users love this. So if you want to try something new, 
it, it and you, ha you haven't been a user, it's a very nice, light, heady, productive high. You will not ever be stuck in a sofa with this. So this is like the best entry into cannabis product there is, in my opinion. Um, nobody, I, I, we have had nobody that's had a bad reaction. Um, even those people that sometimes get anxious occasionally, not planning to, this is almost like an anti-anxiety. We've got a lot of people using it to get through the day. Uh, very discreet, very nice user-friendly product. And as far as you, I didn't answer you on the flavor. As far as flavoring goes, this is in, in line with any really good piece of gum. Any really good piece of gum, you're gonna, you're probably gonna run out the majority of the flavor in the first 20 minutes. Um, the good news with our gum, though, is all the active is released in the first 10. So, you know, after five minutes, we tell people if you want to spit it out, feel free. If you want to cheap, keep chewing, you'll have a really great chewing gum experience with really good flavor. Um, definitely as long as any other commercial gum, if not longer. Now, the other thing, too, is that you also infuse both varying CBD and THC ratios. Yeah. To give the people an idea of the flavor palette that you have, you offer 10-piece packages or 10 servings, lemon mint, yeah. watermelon spearmint, bubba gum, and strawberry kiwi, which is sugar-free, by the way. That yes. particular brand. And then either they are 10 milligrams of THC per serving. You have a blue raspberry lime that's infused with 5 milligrams THC, 5 milligrams CBD. You have a sugar-free mango, uh, of five milligrams THC per serving, peppermint, 10 milligrams of CBD, and one milligram of THC. Have there been any products where, like, say, the peppermint, where it would, you know, to try to get into market? Obviously, there's a lot of CBD products that are being put into market, you know, say, in your, your local bodegas, convenience stores, supermarkets, things like that. Has there been any point where you've always wanted to continue to put THC infused within the chewing gum? What about the thought about having it where it was just a straight CBD? flavor yeah so the way that we run because we're a, we're a licensed cannabis product mm -hmm. we can only sell to licensed dispensaries so the thought has come up to do just a straight cbd product to the general market and that is on the back burner um, my husband's also involved with a cbd company so it's come up as a possibility my passion is the thc side i'm not gonna lie um, and our CBD gum with one milligram of THC is going to get you a much better experience than anything you can buy at a gas station or a bodega. As we know, we need that entourage effect, not enough to get you high, but enough to really work like, like medicine. So our product definitely, we're tested. We go through all the processes of any THC product. So honestly, if you want a, THC, a good CBD product, your best bet is still to go to dispensary if you really want to get a quality product. It's, it's just how it is. We are put through su such a strict, strict testing um, regimen. You're going to get a really quality product. And then, you know, I wanted to have you jump in on the conversation. We haven't had a chance to speak with you yet, but I wanted to go and find out just the thought of uh, when we're looking at putting this together, you know, now that we're coming out of a pandemic, obviously there's going to be an opportunity for people to go ahead and get out. Uh, this would be one of the easiest things to have joy gum out there sampled for anybody in the market, like say if it's a dispensary or just at a trade show or anywhere else. Um, it's available in, in, in a lot of dispensaries in Colorado, but how can people get a chance to go ahead and get their hands on their own pack of Joy Gum, either as a sample, is, is that something you would give out, or just uh, what's the price point when it comes to getting a package, a 10-piece pack of Joy Gum? 
Uh, the price point really varies where you go because um, the dispensaries are kind of able to make their own price, but I've seen it $25 and below. And that's, it's a little more expensive usually for the CBD one. The other ones are usually cheaper. Um, people can try it by going and picking up at the dispensary, but we pre pandemic, we used to have a lot of events. Um, and we bring products to the events, certain events that you're allowed to bring products to, um, and we hand them out and people get to try them at the events. And we've gotten a lot of good support from those events. Yeah, unfortunately, because it's a regulated market and we're a licensed business, we are limited to where we can, we can't just pass it out anywhere. Yeah, unfortunately, we would love to give out more samples and fewer mm -hmm. stickers. We would be thrilled, but unfortunately, you know, we have to follow the, we have to follow the rules. So with that said, the website is sharejoygum.com. And when I look at the product line, uh, what have been the flavors so far that have been the most, um, what have you got the most response of? What is the, that's the one they can't keep on the shelf. And it wasn't my first launch. That was not the first flavor. That was the feedback we got going into dispensaries. They wanted a really good bubble gum and ours is, is it good? Yeah, it's, it's really, really good. good. <laughs> it's, it's, it's definitely really good. Interesting. Now, is it also a thing with, with uh, most gums that I've ever had always have some kind of a, now I know that's a, quite a few products that you have that are, have a mint flavoring to it, but is that something you also try to make a point of where most of them need to have some kind of a mint to it because uh, the idea of people wanting to have that fresh breath kind of feel. Yeah, that and a combination when you're dealing with cannabis and 10 milligrams in such a small piece, we've tried a lot of flavors. We've tried a lot. So, so for every flavor that's on the market, we probably tried four or five more that didn't make it because you just couldn't get a nice balance. Yeah. Um, to, to, I don't mind a little tiny bit of a, a hashiness to it. Some people don't want to taste any. Uh, the other thing, we use a full-spectrum CO2 oil. We do not use distillate in the chewing gum. We use a full-spectrum oil, which really gives you a nice entourage effect. And we found that in the chewing gum, we've tried everything. It just worked the best. Fantastic. Well, I'm a major gum chewer. I, I mean, honestly, if I'm in the car, I'll drop in, I'll pop in a couple of pieces of gum at a time. Like I said, it's just for stress. It's to, you know, if I'm passing by all these different places for food and other things that are just getting me all indulging on the one that has something else, I need to have some gum to kind of hold me over and bide me some time. So again, the website is sharejoygum.com. And um, real quickly, just take us through some of the flavors that you have and uh, what are some of the things. Also, one thing I wanted to ask you about that you have coming up now is you are going to have a gummy line that you have coming up called joy bombs please tell me about this fruit chew product you can also have that is also going to be thc infused yes yeah, so the joy bombs is not exactly a gummy it resembles a really big product that you see on the market that i have to be really careful how i how i use it and our our name is not anything like this but when you open this package it's going to look familiar to oh, so you like first like a star would be kind of like no a, it's yeah. more like a candy coated little um lentil spherical thing oh, okay. <laughs> and there's a lot of companies that have been in trouble for using these lately in cali but we, we ours we i checked out the patenting and the trademarking we make ours from scratch we don't use anything that that they use but they are going to be, they're going to be a hit. They should be launching, um, should be able to catch them in some stores in about two weeks. And, um, and they're called Joy Bombs. And they are grape, 
lemon, fruit punch, and strawberry. And they're two and a half milligrams per piece. So if you're a microdoser, you're all set. I've got some people like to eat just one or two an hour all day long. And some people, they just want to eat a whole package of 100 milligrams. <laughs> so it works for everybody. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, and if you didn't want to do another gummy, I'm never going to make a gummy. That I can assure you. Wonderful. Well, I am so glad you were able to join, join me today here on the program. Here again with Danielle Gilliam and Amy Noodleman of Joy Gum. Thanks for being on with us here on Grassroots Marketing. Really appreciate you taking them out. Thanks. Thanks for having us. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.